everyone. It's Nikki here. I'm back for part two of my testimony here on the Breakthroughs Testimony segment of Sanctified Studio. Part two is all about how my life has changed since officially accepting Jesus into my heart. But before I get into all of that, I wanted to just briefly recap my part one. So here we go. I was a miracle baby, touched by the Holy Spirit in my mother's womb. Growing up, I half-heartedly accepted Jesus, and so it was easy for me to just fall away. I went through a breakup of a long-term relationship, um, all kinds of crazy experiences in college, ended up meeting my husband. Uh, we both went through lots and lots and lots of soul-searching and exploration. Um, and then Easter 2018 is when I ended up reinviting Jesus into my heart, and I've never been the same since. So, okay. So, in early 2018, Jay and I got a genius idea to want to just hit the road in an RV and travel. We were both kind of burnt out. We were living in the city. Um, you know, we, we had our careers and all of that, but we were just getting bored. So we had all these plans. We were going to quit our jobs, and we started planning accordingly, getting things lined up. Uh, shop for an RV, bought an RV, and uh, yeah, we were convinced that was that's the path we were gonna take. Then Easter came, and like I said in part one, when the pastor uh, offered people to, you know, raise their hand and accept Jesus, we decided to in that moment for many reasons, but we, we both just handed it over. And so here <laughs> we thought we had this grand scheme, this plan, we had it all figured out, but as usual, God tends to have bigger plans for us than we have for ourselves. But we didn't know that at the time. So after Easter, you know, we continued to plan. Um, we even both told our employers at the time that what we what we were going to do um, and for whatever reason they let us just stay on for as long as we wanted which was which was cool and it worked out in the end for the best um, because basically what happened was uh, in May of 2018 I woke up in extreme pain and ended up having to get another emergency surgery um, for an unexpected massive cyst yet again. I think this one was 22 centimeters now. So it kind of derailed our plans a bit, but we were very thankful that neither one of us had quit our jobs because we still had all of our health benefits in place. Um, thank God, because that would have wrecked us financially. Um, so yeah, so I had to go in for emergency surgery that May and the surgery, you know, my surgeon was pretty confident in things. He thought he could do it laparoscopically and all this stuff. And it was, it was going to be in and out, but that did not turn out to be the case. 
um, while he was while he was in there, he accidentally punctured my intestines twice, and that was actually thanks to the electronic robot that they were using at the time. Um, and so they had to open me up fully, go in, and repair all of that mess. So that was kind of crazy. So a surgery that he thought was only going to take like an hour and a half max ended up taking, I think, six hours. So anyway, I pulled through that miraculously. God got me through. Um, but during that whole experience at the hospital, it was interesting. Um, I ended up having multiple really deep conversations with the various nurses um, as well as folks that were coming in and out to visit me. Uh, one of the pastors from my parents' church came to pray with me, and apparently whatever I was saying impacted him <laughs> significantly to the point where he still talks about it to them to this day. Uh, and yeah, I just had multiple visitors coming in and out of my room. It was also kind of a miraculous recovery because in less than 12 hours, I believe it was the same night after I came out of my surgery, I was actually up and out of bed walking around, which surprised everybody because I had like, I think like a 12 inch long incision in my abdomen. So, but I was determined. I wanted to get out of there because we had all these goals and these dreams, right? To, to hit the road, to sell our house, hit the road and just get going. And so I knew I just needed to recover quickly. So I didn't give up. I did many, many laps around the hospital floor. I ended up weaning myself off of the morphine drip after just, I think, 48 hours, which the nurses also could not believe. Um, but it was all because of God. So fast forward, um, I get out of the hospital and we end up putting our house in Gilbert up for sale on the market and it sits there a little bit, you know, uh, and then we finally get an offer and we accept it and we're excited because we're just going to go on this grand adventure and it can't start soon enough. So that was in the summer of 2018. So we sold our house and we moved in with my parents temporarily as we got the RV and everything squared away. And we still had our jobs at the time and all that. Um, but we ended up <laughs> kind of having a change of heart. We started second guessing everything. We got more and more nervous as the date got closer to when we wanted to hit the road and do all of this. So my husband started sending me <laughs> at work one day, he started sending me you know, houses for sale in the White Mountains. And I knew nothing about Sholo at the time. I had never even been up there. Um, and he had been there a few times as a kid for camping and fishing with his parents and whatnot. So I agreed to at least go check out a house. It was this tiny little house. It was in our price range, a little overpriced though. We drove up to Sholo, checked it out, and I wasn't completely sold. I mean, I, I, I knew the area was like pretty. I acknowledged that. We always said we wanted to live in the mountains sometime in our lives. Um, but the house didn't work out, and the guy would not budge on the price, so we we decided to move on. As time as time went on, you know, we we still were getting kind of nervous about doing the RV thing. 
things were setting in and becoming real. You know, we were planning on, we had a, I think, like a 17-foot RV, and we were planning on hitting the road with us and our two German shepherds in that thing, so it would have been very tight uh, and very uncomfortable. So we were second-guessing a few things. Anyway, he ended up sending me a post on Zillow for another house, and I fell in love with it instantly. It was everything that I wanted in a house. It was adorable. It was brand new. It was beautiful. So I said, sure, let's go check that one out. So we drove back up to Sholo again. And walking in the house, everything just kind of felt right. Um, as we were leaving, after touring it, we stopped a neighbor that was walking up the street and asked her, Amy, shout out, um, asked her what she thought of that neighborhood. And she said she absolutely loved it there. So that kind of encouraged us and gave us the nudge to go ahead and just, you know, put an offer in on the house. And lo and behold, they accepted it. What's weird is that house was built in April. It was finished in April and they didn't get any offers until we put an offer in. So it was as if that house was just waiting for us. So anyway, we bought the house and that was in September when we closed on it. And we couldn't move in right away. We had a couple of things to take care of in the valley. So we didn't actually get to move up to Sholo until November 2018. And every day was torture in the valley. You know, once we had that house, once we had the keys, it's all I could dream. I just daydreamed all day long about just watching the snow fall and the trees blow in the wind outside the window. So anyway, so we moved up. In November, I couldn't get there soon enough. And we literally knew nobody, <laughs> no one up there, no one. We had no family, no friends, nothing. And so we were just starting fresh. Fortunately for me in the Valley, my job, they allowed me to keep my job and just work from home. So I never even had to leave. It was a huge, huge blessing. My husband, though, he had to get a job up here because at the time it was before COVID, so working from home wasn't as readily available and it wasn't really an option. So he got a job and all that, and um, we started, you know, this life in this mountaintop. The first couple months, it was heading into winter, and so we didn't know anybody so we were spending just a lot of time in the house and just a lot of time exploring the area and getting to know it better since we didn't really know the area much it was just kind of an adventure in itself just buying that house and just going for it so we decided in January 2019 that it was probably best if we could get plugged into the community um, it'd be best if we would maybe go to a church since you know there's probably going to be decent people there. So we were driving around one day and we were in Lakeside and I spotted a sign and it just said the church and the font was really cool. It reminded me a lot of Rock Point Church, which is my parents' church in the Valley and just everything about it, it just intrigued me. So I wanted to, wanted to explore it and see what it was all about. So in January, we decided to attend. We went in walked through the doors, and we were instantly greeted with a smile. 
There was a nice coffee bar right up front. And it honestly looked like a miniature rock point. Not even kidding. Everything about it. The, the decorative style, all of it, screamed rock point. So we kind of instantly felt at home, which was, which was new for us. Um, so we attended church and all that and uh, really liked the music. It, again, was just like a miniature rock point. Um, and I decided that service that, you know, I want to do this right. I want to get plugged in as soon as possible. And so I signed us up for a community group. And we were placed in that community group a few months later. And uh, during that time, I was also working on, you know, I was working on my schooling stuff. I was still going to ASU at the time, on and off. And I finally, after 10 years, took my last class and graduated. Better late than never, right? So... The thing was, I was in school for 10 years, and so that's all I really knew. Um, I love taking classes. I love learning new things. And so it kind of hit me. It was like, now what? You know, I had this whole life goal of just graduating with my bachelor's degree, and now it was done. And it was like, I didn't really want to go for my master's. I didn't want to keep going to school, but I didn't really have anything else going on you know, as far as goals or dreams or aspirations or anything. And so at one of the church sermons, um, Pastor Ernie was talking about how we need to step up and serve in whatever capacity that looks like, whatever area of the church that looks like we should be serving. Well, at the time I was frustrated because I literally had, I felt like I had nothing to offer. I had no passion. I had no talent know nothing. So in that moment, I just cried out to God and I was just like, hey, hey God, um, if possible, can you like give me a new passion or a gift or something uh, so that I can actually serve this church? And uh, lo and behold, just a few months later, I got a sudden urge to pick up a guitar. <laughs> Um, and that in itself was kind of a miracle. Uh, so I, I had a guitar because in high school I kind of dabbled with it a little bit. Um, so my mom, my parents got me a sparkly electric guitar for one of my birthdays and, you know, it just ended up sitting in my room for forever. Um, I picked it up a few times, but I never really stuck with it, you know, but this was different. It was like something was igniting, ignited in me. And I was like, I want an acoustic guitar. I don't want to mess with electric right now. I want an acoustic guitar. And I always wanted a Martin guitar because I was born and raised in Nazareth. And that's where Martin guitar was founded. So I started calling around um, to some of the music stores in the area. And I called the one Majestic Music here. Another shout out. And um, I talked with Jeff, and I asked him if he had any used guitars available. And he said, yeah, as a matter of fact, I do. I asked him, you wouldn't happen to have a Martin guitar, would you? And he goes, actually, I do. So I was like, sweet. What are the chances? So I went in, checked it out, played it a little bit, 
whatever I, you know, I didn't know anything really about playing guitar at the time. So I just kind of fell in love with it instantly. It was in a good, decent price point. And so I bought it. So that in itself was kind of a miracle because I don't think he ever really gets Martin guitars in very often. And it just so happened to be sitting there waiting for me. So anyway, I picked up that guitar and I did not put that thing down. I practiced for hours and hours every single day, every day. And then in July, the church was having a meet and greet with the pastors. So my husband and I attended that to to see what they were all about, to get to know them a little bit better. As we sat down, um, Pastor Blake actually ended up sitting right next to us, which was was interesting. Um, he is the leader of the worship team and the band. As we started chit-chatting before the, the meeting started, um, it was like God was like pushing me, nudging me to just tell him that I played guitar. And in my mind, I thought, are you are you serious right now, God? Like, I've been playing for, like, less than two months. I know, like, three chords. But God was like, just speak up. And so I did. And I said, hey. So uh, I kind of play guitar. And my husband instantly looked at me like I had three heads. And because uh, he knew I just started. But Blake, like, perked up, and he was all interested. And he was like, really? Well, that's interesting. And then... The, the meeting started, and uh, at the end of it, Blake asked if I would want to come uh, that next day to meet some of the rest of the band members. And so I was like, absolutely. I was all excited. So the very next day, I packed up my guitar with my three chords of knowledge, and I showed up to the church and met Blake and Darcy and Jessica. And I told him a little bit about myself. Um, at the time, you know, I said, I, I barely started playing. I, I played one song as a sample. It was a little rough, but they saw potential in me and didn't want to give up. So they, they kept encouraging me to just keep practicing. And so I did every day, again, for probably like five or six hours a day. Well, the summer and fall came and passed, and I just kept practicing. And in December, Blake invited me to play my first song. So not even six months after picking up the guitar, I found myself up on stage playing front and center, mind you, <laughs> in front of hundreds of people. And amazingly, I was not nervous at all. It was like I knew. I knew in that moment that that's where I was meant to be. And that's where God wanted me to be. And so I'm actually still with the worship team today. And it's been amazing. It opened up the doors, so, so many doors for me, and introduced me to so many amazing, amazing people. So I am so thankful for that. And I'm so thankful that God blessed me with that gift. All right, so then we get into 2020. Um, good old COVID. <laughs> good old COVID happened, right? We all remember that. So 
the church ended up shutting down uh, because of that craziness. Not very long, only a few weeks or so. But during that time, you know, I was already serving on the worship team, playing guitar and everything. Um, and I was starting to be convicted by God that I should really get baptized again. You know, I, I was baptized as a baby into the Moravian church, but those kind of baptisms, you're not really making that decision for yourself. And so, you know, full submersion baptism is what our church does. And they believe that it's a choice that should be made by, you know, someone that knows why they're doing it and making up their own mind. And so I started getting visions, you know, at night. One time I, before it happened, before I got baptized, I had a vision of sharing a my testimony with people, but I wasn't sure how, you know, and God was kind of showing me like a video kind of setup, and he like laid it all out for me in this vision, I guess. So, um, I, at the time I didn't know that that's actually what the church does. They offer video testimonies. And so it was pretty incredible that God was kind of showing me that before I was even made aware that that was an option. So lo and behold, I recorded a video and all of that good stuff. And we agreed that I would get baptized during the soft opening of church. So when we all finally came back after the initial COVID scare and everything. So it was a really special service because everybody was kind of chomping at the bit to get back there in person again. So that was cool. Um, when I got baptized, though, before I got baptized, one of the things is I never really sang before. I only ever played guitar. Uh, I had zero experience with singing, and so I was never confident to have a microphone in front of my face. Um, but when I got baptized, it was on my heart. You know, I really did want to be able to offer more, to bring more to the table for serving and leading. And so it was in my heart to, you know, want to be able to sing. And so I got baptized. And then shortly after I, I got dunked, um, you know, I just started to sing more and more and more and more at home, just practicing and really developing those muscles. It turns out anybody can sing. Um, you just got to put the work and effort into it and it's possible. So anyway... I continued to do that, continued to develop that, and sang just as much as I used to practice guitar. So 2021 um, began, and I was at my job at that point in time for about 10 years, and I was getting kind of burnout. I was in the same position that entire time, and so I really wanted a change, and I, I felt kind of stuck. So that, that previous December, someone actually re reached out to me randomly out of the blue. It was a recruiter for a startup company, and I had interviewed with them. And it was a very long interview process. Like It took like two months, I think. Um, and it was long and drawn out, and it was getting my hopes up, you know, and it came down to me and one other candidate. And I was just really excited about this new opportunity. I wanted change. I wasn't really getting anything. I was getting bored out of 
you know, with my, my old position, but at least at the time I thought it was unfortunate, but they, they ended up going with the other candidate at the very last second. And so I was just down and out for a little while. I was almost heartbroken because I, I thought that I was going to have this fresh start in this new position and it was going to be amazing. But then that door shut and I didn't know at the time what God had planned for me, but his plans are always better than ours, right? So I ended up like the very next month, um, another position within my same company opened up and I ended up applying for it, applying for it and I got it. And it was just such a better fit for me than what I was doing previously. It was a whole new challenge, just everything that I needed, um, better pay, all of that. And so, and I got to stay with the same company. So the same people that I've grown with over the last 10 years. And so it was just, it was such a better, better opportunity for me than starting completely fresh at a new company um, with all new, all new folks and all of that. So yeah, God knew what, we, what he was doing, even though in that moment I was down and out and uh, was really kind of upset about the whole thing, but I trust, got to trust him. He knows what he's doing and it's all in his time. So, <clears throat> okay, so then 2021, it continued. I was in this new awesome position, loving it, loving everything about it. Um, and then November came. And November 2021, in case everybody forgot because the last couple years have been running together, um, 2021, towards the end of the year, that's when the the shots came out and I was really kind of worried about him because you know with my crazy weird unexplainable health events um, and just various health issues I just didn't trust it and I won't take a stance either way you know if you got it you got it if not whatever um, but I just it just didn't feel right in my gut um, to take it so I mean there was threat of losing my job it was a really scary, un, unnerving time. Um, I remember just pacing the house, going in circles, just praying and praying out loud, crying out to God, you know, your will be done, Lord, your will be done. Um, whatever happens, happens. And I trusted him and I was, I was really scared for a while. I wasn't sure what was going to happen with my job um, or any of that. But lo and behold, you know, God came through and he protected me and uh, I didn't end up losing my job. Thank God. <laughs> so that was amazing. And speaking of jobs, um, that December, my husband was working kind of part time at a local place up here and in a job, it was, you know, it was just kind of so so and he wanted out of it and his old job in the Valley that he had to leave when we moved up here actually reached out to him and offered him as his old position because everybody at that time was working from home. So it was an amazing opportunity and an answered prayer. He, he had been wanting to get that job back ever since we moved up here. He did regret leaving it, but everything is again in God's time and for a reason. And I think the reason he had Jay uh, working 
all of the different jobs that he had when we first moved up here was because he was able to get exposure to the community at large and he ended up meeting a lot of people which helped us set the foundation and really helped us um, put our roots in here. So that takes us into 2022 when Jay and I were both working from home and we were living in a very small house. So we needed a new place, a bigger space, a place with multiple rooms, not just two, so we could both have our own offices. So we ended up working with a close friend of ours and we were kind of looking for a new house, but the market was getting a little bit more pricey for buyers. And so it wasn't really an ideal time to buy. And we went and we toured a few, a few houses. They weren't really fit in the bill and they were kind of break the bank. So we were almost, we basically threw the towel in. We had this wish list, you know, we wanted a house with quarter acre land with some trees on it in town with three bedroom, two bath and a garage. And we were like, we're never going to find that. Not in this day and age. But lo and behold, I stumbled upon a Zillow ad. Um, actually, it was a, a friend of mine had sent me another listing for a different house she was looking at. And that's how I ended up stumbling upon this house. And I was looking at it and I was like, what the heck? Like, look at this. It's got everything, everything we're looking for. And it's significantly lower in price than what we were looking at before. So I called up our friend, our good friend and sister Cassie. And I was like, yo, we need to go check this house out. So we did. And within like an hour or two after it got posted, we went and checked it out. And we put an offer in on it that night and it got accepted. And uh, yeah, so we ended up moving in in March 2022. And it's just been house project after house project, but it's been really turning into our, our home. The rest of 2022 was fairly uneventful. Um, you know, I just continued to serve on the worship team and going to small group and our circle of friends just continued to grow and grow and grow. And so that brings us to 2023. So in January, 2023, my parents finally broke ground on their new house. So they're actually moving up here, which we are very excited about. And I'm so thankful and blessed that we were able to lay the groundwork for them to build this circle of friends and plant ourselves firmly in this church and just lay that foundation for them so that when they move up here, they can just get plugged right in. So we're very excited about that. Praise God. Um, so as far as, as we go, we started renovating this house. Um, it needed a lot of work. And so one of the biggest projects that we took on was our bonus room. And we just knew we wanted to clear out. There was a stove in here um, and this big bulky box in the corner. It's just taking up a lot of room in this, in this space. And so we weren't sure at the time, though, you know, okay, we're going to remove all that, clear up all this, this extra space, but what are we going to do with it? 
And it just kind of came into my, my mind that, hey, it would be really cool to have a recording studio since, you know, I play guitar and sing and my husband is starting to learn how to play drums now. So I was like, just naturally, it'd be really neat if, you know, we just had a recording studio. But we kind of just tossed that idea around and just let it, you know, fall by the wayside. Well, a few months ago, or wait, no, sorry, a few weeks ago, my husband, out of the blue, uh, had some had a encounter with God, essentially, and I'll let him tell his story. But he ultimately decided to get baptized. So once that happened, all of a sudden it sparked the interest again in, you know, having a recording studio and pursuing starting a podcast, which we had always talked about and tossed around the idea for years, really. Um, But we always just put it on the back burner and never really did anything with it. So anyway, we decided, yeah, let's just let's just go for it. Why not? You know, we have the space now and we have the opportunity to just just make this happen. So here we are. And, you know, we were tossing around the idea one night and we were trying to come up with names and I had my, my playlist open, my Spotify playlist and the song that it was highlighted on and ready to play was Until the Whole World Hears by Casting Crowns. And in that song, there's the lyrics, it says, holy nations sanctified. Let this be our battle cry. And I always loved that lyric. And so I kind of zoned in on the word sanctified. And it just kind of stuck. I put it out and I said, Jay, what do you think about sanctified studio? He was like, that's got a nice ring to it. But I thought for sure it would have been taken. I mean, come on. It's a pretty sweet name. So we, we searched it. And lo and behold, no one's got the name Sanctified Studio. So it's pretty, pretty incredible. And that night we just kept brainstorming and we started coming up with all of these sub show ideas and segment ideas. And it, it was just never ending this flow of ideas. So we have a lot of goals and a lot of, um, you know, ideas for this show. And I'm just really, really excited to see where it goes. But anyway, That's it for my part two of my testimony. I hope that you enjoyed this and that you're looking forward to hearing more people's stories and testimonies. So stay tuned. God bless.